back, welcome back, welcome back. All right, segment three of building a financial life that is better for us. And here we are going to continue to focus on our energy blockers. And we're going to finish off segment three so we can work our way into segment four. And in segment two, we talked about the wheel of life. And and conclusion of this segment, we will begin to talk about our financial life. And in segment four, we are going to talk about our, um, sorry, financial wheel. In segment four, we're going to talk about our family wheel, just so you guys are aware of some new things that are coming your way. So let's begin and let's start off with interpretations, which is one of our energy blockers. Um, And basically, let's just go ahead and jump right into it. What is an interpretation? I know that I make them daily. I'm pretty sure I'm not alone. So let's just get he- let's just get started with the definition. Okay? When you interpret something, you create an opinion about an event, situation, or an experience in life. What is the result? So I want you to take the moment and I want you to reflect on that. When you create an interpretation, you are creating an opinion Regarding that event, that situation, or that experience that you are having at that time, what will the result be? What is your result? Interpretations are often presented or represented only with one viewpoint among the many that are possible. You know, there is almost like the Alice in the Wonderland. Um, When Alice is trying to escape the Wonderland, she had many different ways of escaping. You know, so there was uh, one way she can go with a caterpillar, one way she can go with a tea party, one way she can go with a bunny, one way she can go, um, you know, by simply following a certain path. So there were multiple avenues for Alice to escape her wonderland. She had more than one interpretation, more than one viewpoint. So why is it that we tend to focus on one Viewpoint when there are multiple possible outcomes. If your belief, your viewpoint of a particular situation is the only explanation, you may end in wasting time and resources going in the wrong direction. If Alice would have took the opportunity to only stick with one area of finding out how to get back home, she might have not figured out all of the other different avenues or all the other different roads to travel in order to lead to the same destination. So again, don't get so stuck and focus on one particular interpretation. What you can do is you can ask yourself, what is another way to look at this? Almost like training your mind into seeing what are the possibilities? What are my outcomes? What will happen if I look at it this way or if my perspective will change? So, you know, you have to figure out how are there some other ways for you to attack to tackle on that task or to accomplish that goal I have this cute little saying that no one wants to sit in the dentist chair but everyone wants the pain to go away you know we have this concept and this idea that we want the end result however no one wants to put in the time or the work so you have to figure out what your interpretations are when you're coming up into your life experiences and how they're affecting you and how you can look at things in a different way remember our interpretations about our money since we're talking about finances have a major part 
in reference to a blocker. You know, if we constantly say these certain affirmations about money that are not true, then those will become our reality because we're only looking at one perception. Many people think that you have to work a nine to five in order to receive income. Yes, that is one point of view in order for you to receive income, but that is not all of the point of views for you to receive income. There are many different avenues and many different ways that you can monetize your greatness and your expertise in order for you to create a secondary income, a first income, multiple streams of income. So let's go right into some examples of interpretation so you can have an idea of what we're referencing to. My kids don't love me because they do not listen to me. That's poppycosh. Not only is it poppycosh, it's only one viewpoint. And it's not in fact true. I did not get the job. No one sees my value here. That's not true. My team or manager is horrible. They just don't care. That is not true. I am no good with money. It seems to slip right through my hands. That is also not true. So you see how those examples of interpretations, not only do they become your reality if you allow those to continue to replay over and over and over in your head and in your mind, but eventually you'll start to uh, focus only on that one viewpoint of interpretations as opposed to looking at things from a different perspective, looking at things through a different glass and seeing all of the different possibilities that there are available for you. So when you are having these examples of these interpretations that are not true or you find yourself coming up against some and are not able to recognize that they're true here are some questions you can ask yourself what is another way to look at this so now here we are in our segment where we take the opportunity to do some reflection and we actually interact so I want you to think of an interpretation that you've came across throughout the course of this week and I would like for you to write it down. The interpretation might have not been as positive as you want it to be and I want you to take the time to pause this segment here and begin to answer the questions. So the first question is, what is another way to look at that? You may pause here and begin to write your responses. What might be a completely opposite point of view about the situation? You may pause here and write your responses. Name five other possible interpretations. You may pause here and write your responses. What would someone else say, a spouse, a friend, about what happened? You may pause here and write your responses. When you begin to set your mind up for these successful reflection questions, you're actually able to work your way through the process of training your mind to rethink some different ways, okay? So that was just all about interpretations and moving forward, if you come across these little lies that are not completely accurate and they are hindering you from your success, within anything that you're going for, I want you to take that time to make those reflections. So now let's get into the subject of gremlin. What is a gremlin? Or what is stinking thinking, okay? So a gremlin, the definition is an inner critic. 
It's the little person inside of your head telling you all of the false information that is not accurate for you or your belief system. It is important to let go of these gremlins because, again, they are no longer are serving you for the highest good. Your gremlin tells you not to try. It never takes a risk. It always, uh, it is always to take the safe road. It never to comp- compromise your life by playing small. The message from your gremlin's warning is that you're just not good enough to reach the summit of success. This is also known as monkey mind. I call it stinking thinking. So again, your gremlin tells you don't try. It tells you not to take the road that is less traveled. It tells you not to go for that job. It tells you not to conquer your dream. It tells you not to start your business. It tells you not to do your personal development. Your inner critic or your gremlin is always going to be detrimental to your success. It is best to get rid of this gremlin. Okay, so it is best to let go of this gremlin or this stinking thinking because, again, it is not going to give you progress. So here's how the gremlins work or your monkey mind or your stinking thinking. Each gremlin is highly personal. It is really deeply inside of us and carries the most intentional emotional charge of any blocks we've explored. Your gremlin thrives on fear. When you hear it whisper, your motivation tries to wither. You're dead failing, feeling pain, and being embarrassed. That is how the gremlin works, okay? So now I want you to take the opportunity to recognize how are there some gremlins showing up in your everyday life? And 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 particularly, what are some of the gremlins around your money? You know, we have that interpretation example that the money slips right through my hand. Money doesn't come to me easily. I, I have to work hard for my money. I can only work a nine to five for my money. Where are the gremlins showing up in your life and how are you going to get them out? This is where we're going to begin to focus on. So here are some gremlin exercises where we're going to stop this portion of the segment and we're going to begin to write down our responses. So, what are your beliefs around money? I want you to stop this segment here and begin to jot down your responses on what your beliefs are around money. Any old stories you might have heard growing up from other individuals, any type of, you know, stories you've heard from people at work, any type of stories or experiences you received as a child, Write down what your beliefs are about money. Then I want you to write your new money autobiography. So we're going to end the old autobiography where money is constantly slipping through our hands and we have to work extremely hard for it and there's never enough money but there's more than enough bills and I want you to take this time to pause to write your responses of what your money autobiography is your new money autobiography what are your earliest memories around money when did you start to recognize that money had a significance when it comes to exchanging for materials or for personal gain when are some of your earliest memories 
some of my earliest memories around money is when I was a little child. And I'm pretty sure it happened even before um, I was able to speak. There was instances about money. Um, probably around pre-K. You know, they give us this cute little cashier packs with the fake nickels and the fake dimes. That's probably where my concept around money began before I knew what money was and before my parents exposed me to it. So I want you to take the opportunity to write down what are your earliest memories about money. You can pause the segment here and write down your responses. Then I want you to now focus on changing that. So I want you on a piece of paper, number one through five, and here is what we're going to focus on. What can I do today to change my money beliefs? And we're going to jot down responses one through five. I would like for you to pause this segment here and begin to write down your responses. How are there going to be five different ways, five different opportunities, five different actions, five different things that we're going to do to change our beliefs about money? Are we going to open up a savings account? Are we going to read money management books? Are we going to get a financial advisor? Are we going to take up extra hours? Are we going to create a budget? What are five different ways that you can do today in order for you to receive different beliefs about money. At the end of the segment, I'm going to provide you with some suggested reading that I know that I love, of books that I love referencing money. But let's get into our financial will. So segment two, we talk about our will of life. Segment three is our financial will. Same concept. You're going to draw a will or you can Google financial will and you're going to number one through ten extending up and you're going to have different blockers or different titles for each pie because it looks like little pies okay the first pie slice is going to be income second is expenses third is financial planning fourth is abundant consciousness fifth is legacy extinct sixth is organization Seven is investments and eight is budgeting. And for the directions for each will are circle the number that represents your current level of satisfaction. The higher the number, the more satisfied you are in your life. The lower the number represents how less satisfied you are. What you can then do is begin to focus on that area in your life to make better progress and to make better improvement. So with that being said, that is the assignments for segment three of building a financial life that is better for us. Here are some suggested reading that I really enjoy and that I truly loved when it comes to changing my mindset about money matters and patterns of money and beliefs of money and concepts of money. The first book is You're a Badass at Making Money by Jen Sapiro. Sincero, I believe her name is. Wonderful book completely changes your concept. The second book is The Energy of Money by Marie Naramith. The third book would be Success Through a Positive Mental Attitude by Napoleon Hill. My all-time favorite is Oldie But Goodie, Think and Grow Rich by Napoleon Hill. And the last book that I love the most is The Power Within You by Louise Hay. 
So those are just a few books that I love and I greatly, deeply enjoy. And they help me to change my mindset in reference to my finances and my financial life when obtaining financial freedom. And, And as said before, in our fourth segment of building a better financial life, that is, or building a financial life that is better for us, we were going to begin to focus on our family will. Not only are we going to focus on our family will, we have a two-for-one special where we're going to focus on our energetic self-participation, <laughs> excuse me, and, and then we're going to begin to focus on removing the barriers to success for our development when it comes to our financial abundance. So with that being said, I hope that you greatly enjoyed this third segment here, which was focusing on the rest of our energy blockers and as well as our inner and outer blockers in our financial will. Um, I'm going to end the segment here and I am sending love and lo- love and light to you all. Please continue to read or listen. Sorry for your enjoyment. With that being said, I am Coach Sar. Thank you so much for spending this evening with me. Have a good night.